Hi. Hello. Last week was episode 10. We didn't say anything. So this is episode 11. <laughs> we had a we milestone. Did, yeah, we didn't celebrate it. 11's a good number, though. Is 11 a is number. a lucky number. 11-11. Make a wish. I wrote a song about that. Did you? I did. Um, We're going to do our tweets and songs of the week, as usual. <laughs> Mal, do you want to start off with your tweet? Because you had two. Yeah, okay. I don't, like, have any really solid tweets this week. I just have tweets that I enjoyed, so here you are. Um, my first tweet is kind of, you know, niche, but it's okay. And it's by Sarah Beth, and there's a lot of extra A's in Sarah and a lot of <laughs> extra H's in Beth. Uh, and the tweet is, if you weren't in college during the Caroline slash broccoli slash closer Holy Trinity that was fall semester 2016, you missed out. And I really like that tweet because it took me back really into in time. And I forgot about the fact that we had three just like straight up bops for a semester of college just all the time. All you heard was, all she want to do is smoke that broccoli. That, well, first of all, that was my tweet. <laughs> but Oh, shit! <laughs> we really? finally did it. Wait, I'm hyped! That was the only thing I didn't retweet this week that wasn't a video from Little Women or The Bachelor <laughs> or a political tweet that isn't funny. Wait, I'm so... really happy we had the same tweet. <laughs> I was like, why is but, she not reacting at all? This is such a relatable tweet. No, I was tweet. literally just staring you at it. You were like, oh. Um, <laughs> this was, I know, that was my first semester at Chapman. Oh my god, yeah. Like, That's a strong start. Yeah, I just remember my best friend's name is Caroline, and I FaceTime her every time, or not FaceTime, but Snapchat her every time that song comes on, mm-hmm. and it came on recently somewhere, like, after I'd had it in a while, because when it, during this time, I would Snapchat her, like, every uh-huh. night. Yeah. <laughs> and it came on again recently, and I was like, oh my god! That so I heard it recently, too, and I was like, this song is just, it's just good. She's a bad thing. Like, awesome. Oh, it's just oh my god it gets me really hype and obviously and broccoli the beginning of that where it's like (laughs) and of course closer by the chain smokers we have to acknowledge even though the chain smokers for some reason are like "Eh." (laughs) but closer is just they're fun it's so fun that it's just all anyone played those are the yeah the only songs you ever heard for like a good three months yep just fade every frat party next. every yeah ever um so anyways that was my first tweet do you want to read uh, do you want me to read a different tweet while yeah. you find another oh well i don't have another so Sh- okay well ah yeah i feel like you'll like you'll like this tweet too okay my second tweet is by wow didn't realize this was a fan account but here it is i don't mm. follow them but even if i did no shame <laughs> Faith Chalamet, so let's guess here, that's going to be about Timothy Chalamet, uh-huh. uh, and the tweet says, you like Timothy Chalamet because he's hot. I like Timothy Chalamet because he cried in front of a fireplace with a fly in his face without breaking character for four minutes. We are not the same. <laughs> and just like tea. We went to see Little Women on yeah. Saturday? Was that when we went? Uh-huh. I think so. And I love Timothy Chalamet so much. I was FaceTiming my best friend later in the night, and I was like... I love Timothy Chalamet, and I'm just going to be thinking about the fact that I love Timothy Chalamet for the next two days. And she was like, okay. And then literally every five minutes, I would just randomly be like, I love Timothy Chalamet in the yeah. middle of our conversation. Oh, shoot. Oh, those? I, I have in the corner. I'm pointing over to the corner of my room for those of you who are not here. Um, those are Timothy Chalamet leggings that my coworker bought for Mood. my other coworker who's, like, obsessed with him. Um, 
And somehow Redbubble sent her two, but like mm-hmm. one for free. So Damn. it's just his face, like on your thigh. <laughs> I need to give those to my friend Laurel. I feel like she would appreciate them. <laughs> she loves Timothy Chalamet. I think he's her background. But honestly, don't we all love Timothy Chalamet? If you don't love Timothy Chalamet, <sighs> go watch Little Women. Just what? And Call Me by Your Name. That too. And just in Beautiful Boy. Interstellar. Just all of it. <laughs> I love him. Anyways, that's that on that. Um, songs. Okay. I just thought I was going to make my song, uh, the new Jonas Brothers song. I don't know. It's called What a Man Gotta Do. I haven't even listened to it yet, but you should probably listen to it. My real song is Flames <laughs> with, um, Rehab and Zane and a bunch of other people that I have been <gasps> listening to a lot. I need to look that up. Um, it came out like a couple weeks ago, I think. So it's still kind of new. I'm, I'm always late to the game on that. So... Big Bob. I literally just anytime he Big does Bob. anything because he doesn't do anything, I'm like Zane. Yeah. He has such a beautiful <laughs> voice too. Like you really you can't go wrong with a Zane song. I just love him. Yeah, I, I support that, I'm sure. I, I second that even though I haven't heard that song because I know I'm gonna like it, so there you are. Um my song is Time of Our Lives by Christian French, which I just listened to and it just came out. I really like all of Christian's music. Um and he's a nice guy from the times that I've met him. So go support his song. It's really good. And I like it. Go listen to his other music. Why there not? There we go. Mm-hmm. So we made our intro pretty short this week because we I did. feel like we're going to, we could talk about this topic for a while. Yeah. It's another, uh, know your worth topic. It is. This sorry. is like two inspirational topics in that a row. Loud. Oh, it geez. Is. Sorry. Yeah. But like, so last episode was like cut off. Wait, what was it? <laughs> Did we even record that? Was it someone else? Last, Last week was all about... Oh, not caring like, what people think. Yeah. And that's more friendships and... Uh, I mean, everyone, but more friendships. Mm-hmm. And this week we're talking about... Well, I think we're calling the episode... Throw the whole man away. <laughs> it is... Which if knowing, you listen to last week's episode, you'll really appreciate yes. that. It is knowing your worth specifically in relationships. Yeah. So. And knowing when... You're settling and when you shouldn't settle yeah. for, less, for treatment that is less than what you're worth. Um, this topic came up. I was talking to my friend who um, had met this guy who was just like really amazing, like perfect in every way, basically, as of the inception of the relationship. And um, she was telling me about it and she was like, I just, I didn't know to look for this because I didn't know there was mm-hmm. someone, th- I didn't know this existed. Like I didn't know someone could treat me this well. Like yeah. I just thought it was fake. And it got me thinking, <laughs> um, which is why we thought this would be a good topic because I think a lot of people go through this, whether or not you like actually get into a bad relationship and like that mm. plays itself out, you should definitely know even with like hookups and, yeah, you know, deciding whether or not to get into a relationship, mm-hmm. um, like, is this going to be worth my time? Yeah. Is this person going to treat me right? Because you are worth the world. You are. I'm going to shed a tear. (laughs) Um, No, that's really true, though, especially if you're thinking of, like, entering into a relationship mm -hmm. with a person or even, like, a casual relationship. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Situationship. You should definitely still have standards for the way that you allow that person to treat you if you're going to be spending a considerable amount of time with them because... First of all, I mean, call me crazy, but I believe in, like, energies and, like, being around oh, people yeah. with bad intentions. Yes. Being around people with bad intentions and bad energy is, like, not a situation that you should be consistently putting yourself into. 
for your own mental health and well-being, but also it's like, don't be doing things with people that yeah. aren't treating you th- with you well. This is going to be this whole podcast. Don't do things with people that aren't treating you with the respect that you deserve. And I think this is particularly important to remember with relationships and love and feelings and like hormones and all of that because Mm -hmm. there are hormones involved and like a lot of times you just get caught up in everything and and your emotions just take over and like... Yeah, totally. And you start making excuses for things that you wouldn't otherwise. Totally. I feel like... Also, that's a big thing with, like, attraction, too. Mm -hmm. Like, as a society, we make excuses for people that are attractive, you know? And I feel like we kind of do that in our... Not we, but people in our personal lives have a tendency to do that as well. Where, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you'll sort of make an excuse for someone because they're attractive or you're attracted to them or whatever it may be. And, like, you'll let some of their behavior slide, even though if it was someone else, you might be like, fuck that. This is true. And... I feel like a lot of people, contrary to popular belief, I feel like a lot of people our age haven't actually been in long-term relationships. I think you see everything on Instagram, and so you think, That's like... That's really true. And so you think, like, oh, my God, I, I'm the only one who's never been in a, rela- a relationship. And it's just not true. It's not true And so I feel like this is important, because if you haven't been in a relationship, but even if you have, um, there are some things to remember. Story time. Hey, <laughs> My first, like, real relationship uh, was, uh, like, pretty bad um <laughs> and it was honesty hour. I, I love it stayed in it for two and a half years yeah and there were I mean two, there are there's you know two and a half years of story in there but mm-hmm. when I reflect on it I think the basics of it is it was my first relationship I got into it my senior year of high school or like right before that and I just kind of it, I was just excited that like someone liked me like a boy had a like yeah. a crush back on me right mm-hmm. and that in, like never really happened before to where it played out to a whole relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, when the relationship started, it was good as a relationship is when it starts. And then things very quickly started happening, though, that were like not, um, I mean, like cheating. Oh, <laughs> like, Jesus. Okay. Cheating and just like being a bum and like a fuck and like I love that you use the word bum I don't know why oh I'm adding Um, that to my vocabulary immediately that man is a bum pretty much from the start sucked uh well you know I said at the start it was fine but very from early on on, yes and just because it was early on and I was still like in the emotions of it all and because this was like my yeah and I was young and this was my first relationship Mm -hmm. and I and this was 24 14 2015 so like before Lizzo before like <laughs> like I'm <laughs> no but those that was a weirdly a very different time as far it as like pop culture and so our society different. a little bit and I think it was kind of on the cusp of all this kind of like mm-hmm. women and like know your worth and like fuck men <laughs> kind of thing yeah sorry to our male uh, listeners <laughs> we love you <laughs> but um and I just didn't honestly really know better I was also I'm the only girl in my family besides my mom I'm the oldest child so I had a lot of learning to do on my own and so I started making excuses for all these things that Mm -hmm. are not excusable like period and I ended up staying in this relationship for so long because I kept thinking like well this is what love is right like you read those books Mm -hmm. and you see those movies where like it turns out great in the end but it's a whole movie of like strife and them fighting and like which but like you work through it because you love each other and like yeah, sure, love's hard work. Love is hard work, but like, mm. kind of. <laughs> it's it's 
Let's say let's put an it's asterisk there and to say be this hard. it's it's a different kind of hard work, and I yeah. think that's sort of the key between a relationship that's worth being in a relationship that's not. If you're just fighting with somebody over asinine things, like you fundamentally just don't blend that well. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like you change your entire personality to fit this person. It's supposed to be that you embrace each other's quirks and oddities. And if they have like a major character trait that Mm -hmm. rubs you the wrong way, like it's never going to change. Yeah. And the thing with like, because unfortunately it is, you know, common, especially with dating, with cheating, like I felt like in my mind. I hate cheating. Because now I think, I think a lot of people think this, and even now I'm like, what the fuck, Megan? But you think, like, if someone cheats on you, why would you stay with them? But in my it's mind not then, that simple for sure. like, thinking about it, I think what my mindset was, was like, oh, well, like, I don't really know, because I never really, it's not like I caught him in bed with someone else, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I was like, well, I don't know, like, maybe he's not, and even when it was right in front of my face, like, the text and whatever else, it was like, I... I, like, wanted to win. I was, like, well, I, like, I want to be better, though. Like, I want him to just love me and, like, fuck all these other girls and forget all these other girls, right? I'm, like, I know it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's fine (laughs) now, but it makes me sad for 2015, Megan. I know. Poor her. Poor her. But, like, that's not winning. Winning is knowing that that is fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. Removing yourself from the situation and knowing that you deserve so much better than that. Yeah. I agree. And I think it's sad that a lot of, not just women, but women and men grapple with that in a situation where they're being cheated on or they feel like their yeah. partner's not being loyal of like, they turn on themselves and feel like, oh, I'm not good enough to mm-hmm. make them want to stay. And it's like, no, right. fuck that. Like you are yourself and you have to own it fully and you are good enough and you are worthy. But outside of all that, cheating is such a reflection on the other person and mm-hmm. like, to share a story of my own, I've never been cheated on, luck that I know of, but I don't think I've ever been cheated on. I feel really confident in saying that. And I've never cheated, but I did get really close to cheating one time and I didn't do it. And it was not about who my boyfriend was at the time at all. Like the reason I didn't do it was because, I mean, A, it was the wrong thing to do, but it gave me this weird realization of like, if I'm at the point of like cheating or mm-hmm. feeling tempted to cheat and the, the, downsides of that not outweighing like whatever that's gonna do for me in the moment uh-huh. then like I have to take a step back and reevaluate why I'm unhappy in this relationship and if I need to make a change mm-hmm. and I'm really happy I didn't do that um because it's the wrong thing to do and I will say that a hundred times over but it was entirely about me and like mm-hmm. issues I was dealing with and going through it had nothing to do with the other person and that's why it's so shitty to like hear from someone who's been cheated on and people that have been cheated on that they it makes them feel badly about themselves because it's so about the other person and their shit and their insecurity and their unhappiness or whatever it is and like even my unhappiness in my relationship wasn't my boyfriend's fault it was just it was circumstantial and like the relationship had run its course and that's where I was at but like that's kind of another thing that's Mm -hmm. sort of segments into this sort of doesn't but like having the balls to like cut something off if you know it needs to be done yeah like very true and like I think learning from that because I did I I didn't know my worth back then right yeah I was like I remember wanting to break up with him and being like I don't want to have to start over with someone again and like go through all the dating shit again and like Mm -hmm. and just all these things where I was like I've been in this relationship for however many months or years at a certain point and like Mm -hmm. what if 
you know, like, no one else will like me, right? Like, whatever else, and uh, all of that's just fucking time, right? Like, someone else is going to like you, and, like, you meet someone, and you are so, like, all that stuff about not wanting to start over and, like, tell someone your whole story again, it's like, you meet someone, and you're like, I would tell, like, my life, my story to you a thousand times over just because, like, I want to get to know you. Yeah. And that's the extreme example, but... That plays into everything else, too. Like, even the little things. My my eyelash extension lady. <laughs> we, we have a new talking. guest co-host we on the talking. podcast. <laughs> Megan's eyelash extension She's lady. She's great if you're in LA. Move aside, therapist. <laughs> There's a new bitch in town. Well, she was saying how she's in her 30s, and I think she might be seeing someone now, but, you know, she's never been married or anything like that. And yeah. she was saying how she... When she was our age and younger, she would go mm-hmm. for all these stupid little bitch boys. And, like, <laughs> and um, I like this lady. And now, though, she's not with anyone because she can't find anyone that she wants exactly yet. And it's because, like, and she's happy with that because yeah. someone told her, I think her psychic, <laughs> but someone told her. <laughs> the layers. Like, like, the layers of write second-hand down, advice. Write so down here. every single thing you want about a person. Write down, like. Brown hair. Oh, that's plays, true. Like, plays an instrument or sings or, mm-hmm. you know, loves the beach, plays sports, like, wants to stay in California, whatever. Like, write down literally every little thing you want because mm-hmm. there is someone out there that fits those things. Yeah. There's so, 7 billion people in the world. I, this is a weird side note and I'm going to tangent no, for 30 seconds and then come back. Before I got my first boyfriend ever, which this is so funny to me thinking back now. <laughs> My mom actually told me to do that same thing. And she was like, write it down somewhere. Like, all the qualities you want in, like, a boyfriend. And Mm -hmm. I did it. I don't even remember how. I must have been, like, (laughs) maybe 15 at the time. You were like, makes me laugh. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, very benign things. But um, long story short, I started dating my first boyfriend. I don't know what the time difference was from when I wrote the list when I started dating him. But, like, months and months into our relationship... I found this list, and he literally fit every single Aww. quality. And, like, granted, I'm a big believer in, like, manifesting. Uh-huh. I wasn't at the time, but I am now. Um, but, yeah, I did that, and it worked. I think that's part of it, too, is I have a list like that and being in like, a notebook somewhere now. Right. Just, just fermenting and waiting, because I can't have a boyfriend right now because I'm a hot mess, but... <laughs> for when I can yeah exactly (laughs) well I think it's good to manifest exactly what you said and also just realizing that like because I think oftentimes you'll meet people you know when you're feeling lonely or you're yeah or or whatever else right and you're like well like he's pretty great like he doesn't do this this and this but like he's he's nice we have a good time together yeah and it's like okay nice and having a good time together I I do that with a hundred people right like yeah I think relationships as you said earlier are a lot of work Mm -hmm. and they're not the kind of thing you should enter into with someone just because you feel lukewarm about them. Just because they don't suck. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like we're, we were kind of, we've been talking about this in terms of like knowing your worth and not settling in relation to people that suck. But it's like, there's plenty of guys. I mean, this is where I'm at right now from a romantic standpoint of like, I probably could be dating someone right now if I tried yeah. and like went out and looked and I could find somebody I liked enough to date. But it's right. like, is that really worth putting my time right. and energy in the it's so much time that I have in a day into a, that relationship and that person like no and I think that goes back to relationships where so many people I feel like it was our parents generation maybe our grandparents actually mm-hmm. they were like very much settlers 
That makes yeah. them sound like they settled, like, the frontier, but I mean, they settled <laughs> in relationships. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, you just married someone that was good enough. But yeah. this is 2020. We're not just checking boxes here. Like, we're trying to find somebody that makes us, you know, not only is a good partner and a good person, but, like, makes us excited and, like, feels good yeah. and, like, makes you happy and meets the criteria that you want them to meet. Nobody's going to be, like, a perfect match. Yeah. But, like, you shouldn't settle for something just because it's okay. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I think the other side, I'm thinking of, like, the... I feel like I always say this. On the flip side. On the other side. That's fair. But um, on the other side of, like, knowing your worth, not just, like, in relationships with someone being, like, okay, you're not treating me right. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't deserve this. So where does that start, though? Because plenty of people have low self-esteem. Like, I think totally in this bad relationship, I probably had low Mm self-esteem. Out the window now, I'm... The cockiest person I know, but like, <laughs> um, <laughs> we stand. But, but is um that phrase that is controversial? But the phrase where it's like, uh, like, you know, someone can't love you until you love yourself. Yeah, and I think a lot of people get mad at that phrase because they're like, you're telling people who like have depression and like don't love themselves that like no one's ever gonna love them. That's harmful. And I think do people say that? Yes, people on Twitter. This is two podcasts in a row that you've, like, known something that people say that I just have it's no Twitter. concept of. True. Um, I don't know what it was last time, but <laughs> this one is. The decade thing, I think. Oh, yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, j- people will say, like, oh, I think that's such a bad phrase because it makes people feel worse about themselves. Like, it's so rude to say that someone won't love them until they love themselves because a lot of people don't love themselves. But <laughs> people say that phrase because... At least they should. Because, not because, like, oh, no one's going to love you, Melanie, until you love yourself as a whole. But, like, you cannot rely on someone else to make you happy and to get through the day and to, like, you cannot put your worth in someone else. And it starts there. (laughs) Yeah, and I also feel like you can't be, so obviously someone can love you if you don't love yourself. Like, definitely. I've been in situations I've been in two long-term relationships and definitely gone through entire chunks of time in those relationships where, like, I had extremely low self-esteem and, like, never felt any effects from that with my partner. But I also think it's, like, another part of that is in order to, like, be the best partner you can be to somebody else, you have to love yourself wholeheartedly first. And part of that is accepting, like, even if it is mental illness, like, I have depression and that's Mm -hmm. something I struggle with and it's a battle I'm dealing with and or whatever it may be, like just owning it. I, I think people confuse like self-love and obviously we're drifting into a different topic here, but yeah. I think people confuse self-love with just like the idea that I have to be absolutely thrilled with everything about myself when in reality, yeah. I think it's just like being forgiving to yourself mm-hmm. and understanding and sympathetic, if that makes more sense. Like knowing that you're not perfect and allowing yourself to make mistakes and not be okay all the time and like and still accepting that and still knowing that like you're doing your best you know yeah. like it's more of like giving yourself grace kind of mm, than like being like i am the number one person like no no one feels like that okay well, i'm sure someone feels like that but most people don't feel like that but it's yeah. more just like i fucked something up today and that's okay like i make mistakes and that's what makes me human and it makes me better as a person helps me grow like I I think that's what self-love is anyway I have a problem with that argument for that reason because next podcast topic (laughs) true oh my god we have so many in the but that those are very good points and like um 
to know your worth in a relationship, you have to know your worth. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and I am so glad that we have this thing now. And I keep going back to Lizzo, but that's truly I knew what you were going to say Lizzo. That's in my true, mind, I was like, she's going to talk about Lizzo. That's truly what it is. Like, <laughs> no, it is There true. wasn't really a framework before, like, her and even, like, Billie Eilish and Halsey and, you know, these artists who... Halsey doesn't give up. Fuck. And I love that <laughs> for her. Nick and I, don't I know saw why her I at a Wingo Tango and she sang. Megan, couldn't even couldn't even postulate an idea of a guess of what you're saying. Uh, wait, this is not a song. What are you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's this, a song that just came out. Anyways. You just made that up. You're humming random sounds. I totally Oh, make a record of the records of my life. It's um. I'm not like a big Halsey fan generally. Me either, to be but honest, we but... saw her sing this. Okay, well, and I, it was like I'll fire. take your word for it. Short sidetrack. There was like fire, and like she was angry. And at the end of it, Nick was like, "I think she needed she that said... more than we needed that." No, <laughs> so like... seriously, she's like roasted Jeezy um, on a stick, as she should. And 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 True. I'm, and I'm True. glad that we have these things because I think a lot of girls and guys and people are just gonna grow up with more like. Yeah, like, they're Empowering right. I don't music. deserve this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if he doesn't love me anymore, like, fine, right? Yeah. Which and, is accurate. And I think a big part of knowing your worth is not putting your worth in someone, someone else. Because yeah. if that relationship ends, and I'm very hopeless romantic, very optimistic, so I'm not going to go around and be like, the divorce rate, blah, blah, blah. But, like... <laughs> yeah, the, well, that's a negative way to look at things. Uh, it is. Um, but, like naturally relationships end relationships end after after long periods of time sometimes and like if you have put Vanessa Hutchins I know you were gonna say it (laughs) I'm so sad but okay if you put I'm recovering everything in this other person of course they can make you happy and like you can have amazing times or whatever else but like if the reason you are happy is because you are with them That's giving a... True. What was that noise? It was like a... <laughs> That's also giving someone else way, way too, too much power over you. They're not you that special. And you're... Yeah, what is that? What? Is that a vibe? You're not special! Oh, God. I don't oh, know. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Rip headphone users. Um, anyways. So, we're going to get back into the relationship side of things now. I think the foundation of knowing your worth is the self-love stuff we just did. Mm-hmm. But... We're going to go back to throwing the whole man out. <laughs> or woman. Or, or woman. person, oh, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. I, honestly, I, I feel like, again, that this is a, such a tangent side note, but we try, like, really hard to be extremely inclusive in these. So even though the title is Throw the Whole Man Away because it just has a nice ring to it, uh-huh. um, it's also Throw the Whole Woman or Person away. True. And fuck it, I've come out to everyone now, so, like, we can throw it on the podcast. Like, absolutely, like, I'm bi, so absolutely, I've thrown Wait, some women what? out. what? Did you, to your parents? Yeah. When? Um, this we is, don't have to this do this on the podcast. I'm shook, I didn't know that. As of, like, a couple weeks ago, that was not the case. So. <laughs> Look at the, the audio it's marks. Me like, absolutely losing extreme. my shit. Um, okay, anyways, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes, Megan is bi. I guess no one probably on this podcast that doesn't know us. Didn't know that. But now you do. Now you do. So yeah, so we try to be super inclusive. Too. So anyways, throw the whole whoever out. Um, but the point of that being, kind of like we said earlier, it's about the little things too. Um, it's not just about, you know, it's kind of obvious mm-hmm. to cut someone off when 
they're really shitty to you and emotionally abusive and manipulative and all those things. I think it's still very hard and I don't want to undermine that experience because I know people that have gone through it. And I think sometimes it's almost harder when you're in sort of an emotionally abusive situation. Like it's a lot more confusing to end that relationship, but obviously it's clearer to you that you're, you should do that. I think in those types of relationships too, it becomes, I think something that's relatable to a lot of people is when things start building up in your life that are simple, like, <laughs> like my room right now, like clothes on the floor and then you're staying up really late and then you're tired at work and then you you're just ordering takeout like you just have a really lazy mm-hmm. week and things start piling up and it's just like, it's like one thing snowballing and you're spiraling and you're like and yeah. then you're stressed just because everything is stressful and whatever yeah. and I feel like that's how it is in these relationships too where you just feel kind of like you're spiraling and you like can't mm-hmm. grab onto the walls to stop you're just like I don't yeah. know like I guess I'm just gonna keep going with this mm-hmm. and if you're in one of these relationships there is no like magic of course, it's different for everyone, right? There's no magic. Like, yeah. here's what to do. Yeah. But from people I've talked to and for me, there has to be, like, a light switch moment. Whatever it is for you and whatever, like, triggers it for you. Just this moment of, like, I don't have to be doing this. Yeah. I don't have to put up with this. Like, th- like I'm an adult or I'm... Even if you're 16, right? Like, I'm an autonomous human being. I feel like it's common when you're 16. With free will. Absolutely. Or in high school. Like, I weirdly think it's a lot of people that get into these relationships in high school when they're so Mm -hmm. young and they don't really know themselves that much. Even, uh, you know, not to say that they're trying to be in a relationship with someone else. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, it's just, it's very confusing. And I feel like these situations where it's just, you know, we were kind of talking about, like, Mm -hmm. toxic. But I think that's definitely a big thing but also just settling for something just because it's comfortable and mm-hmm. familiar or because it's decent like I was saying earlier it's just mm-hmm. you get kind of stuck and I feel like the best relationships again this is tying back to what you said earlier about how relationships like are supposed to be work but not like ridiculously hard work mm-hmm. I think it's good to be with somebody who who is different from than you like someone who pushes you to grow and learn and sort of step outside of your comfort zone. I think that's how relationships are work. Yeah. It's like sort of trying to figure out how you blend to living people with, with another person. Living with another person, but you, of course, that's probably hard work. Um, <laughs> but, well, you know. Yeah, but I also think just like figuring out, you know, the differences in your personalities and how to navigate those things that aren't going to change, but how to make it something that makes you stronger and unites you rather than divides you. Um, and I feel like, weirdly enough, the younger you are when you get into a relationship because we were both in high school relationships mm-hmm. like my high school boyfriend and my college boyfriend are like night and day mm-hmm. like so could two people could not be more different and it's so interesting that like at 15 what the traits I evaluated as what I wanted in a partner versus 19 and yeah. now again at 22 of like this isn't a perfect fit for me Mm -hmm. and like I need to sort of figure out what is. Yeah. It's just very interesting and I think that's why I'm also very passionate about the whole not settling thing because like speaking candidly, my previous relationship was fine. Like it was great. It was fine. Like I have no ill will against my ex-boyfriend at all. Mm -hmm. I think I've said that on here before. He's a really nice guy um, and he has a lot of great qualities. It just wasn't right. Yeah. I think a good sign of whether you're in, like, an extremely bad relationship or even something like you just described, which mm-hmm. is kind of like, this isn't right, is if you're listening to this and you're thinking of someone, 
Yeah. Um, that's you deserve. Damn. You deserve better. You are worth more. Mm-hmm. And there is more out there for you to find. Yeah. Wow. Megan the world just dropped is, a bomb on us. <laughs> the world is bigger than this one person. It is. And it's really hard. Like, I dated this person for two and a half years. Like, the majority of my college experience. And I dated my previous boyfriend for three years, basically. So, um... It can be so scary to, like, let go of those relationships. And the idea of being alone again, like you talked about earlier, is mm-hmm. is terrifying. But it's also, like, I think, again, settling and, and knowing to not settle is not always about the person being a bad person. Like, I've, I've said this 900 times now, but, mm-hmm. like, again, there's nothing wrong there's with There's different him. types of love. It's set- right. It's settling for a relationship that isn't giving you what you need mm-hmm. and some people just intrinsically need different things and you kind of have to find someone that on a base level like shares yeah. those same things that you need like I, it, even we've talked about this with like love languages yeah you know like if someone's love language is physical touch and uh-huh. you're not very touchy <laughs> let me tell you from firsthand experience that is a hard relationship to be in because yeah. somebody is always feeling like they're losing yeah and I think also the base of these things too because of course we're talking about specifics but the the base of this all like if you don't if you haven't been in a relationship before or you've only been in bad relationships or whatever else the base things you should be looking for as like know your self-worth and like you deserve more whatever else we're talking about right now (laughs) I don't even know (laughs) it's like they should very general they should be nice to you and genuinely nice to you they should make you feel excited to see them Mm -hmm. they should care about what you care about even if they don't you know love the same things they should care that you love show interest in it yeah show interest interest. oh my god these are like just like humans need like food water shelter whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) like relationships need very basic things yeah that that are out there and if the person you're currently talking to you're not sure you're like well I don't know maybe this is how a relationship could be because I've seen the fucking notebook and like whatever else like um fake don't buy it no all these movies that portray like all this fighting like back and forth relationships like it's not supposed to be that hard no oh my god no not until you have kids well (laughs) But that's, this is something that my family is, is a big saying in my family uh-huh. of like, if you think your relationship is hard now in your 20s when you're Ugh. not married Ugh. and you have no children this and no true. pets or anything else, like, it doesn't get easier. It just gets <laughs> harder. So like, if you're, that's why my dad literally though, like when I was talking about my mm-hmm. previous relationship, he was like, if you guys are like fighting now mm-hmm. when you have literally no reason to be fighting, like no real reason, like you're going to what live together, get married and have bills to pay. What are you going to do? Rip each other's throats out. And I was like, true. Yeah. Like if we're fighting over, I mean, I don't even know what we fought over. Like we just weren't getting along, but like if we were fighting over like dumb college bullshit, like what, what were we supposed to do in like yeah. a marriage? And so I, it doesn't get easier. That's a lie. Don't believe it. The notebook <laughs> is a lie. Um, and I think, too, or as well, whatever, even though this is for your 20s, of course, well, I, where, where am I going with this? Basically, like, <laughs> I was going to try and explain it to everyone, but this is a 20s podcast. Um, if you're in your 20s, there is literally, literally oh my God. <laughs> no rush to get married, to no. settle down, to no. whatever. No. Um, all the power to you if you're doing that. that however. To each their own, to each their own, but there's no rush. There's no rush at all yeah and like the 
just like when when you're 16 you're like i want to be married at 24 yeah yeet oh my god no jesus there's no rush like experience life experience people like you know like you're you look so um love one another well it's true right just just like it is it is i feel like people think they get to i feel like post-grad there's this moment where it's like oh god like this is it and it's just it's so not it i've literally never been more single in my entire life than i am right now and it is so goddamn freeing during this like last breakup my mom was just very casually, not in a mean way, not in any sort of way. She was just like, well, he wasn't the person you were going to marry anyway, so like, might as well get on to the next person, right? Like, why waste your time? <laughs> yes, mom. And, and it was so simple and so true where it's just like, well, this isn't... Even if you th- at one point maybe think it's going to be the person you're going to marry, right? It's mm-hmm. like... It, do- well, it when really I was, doesn't have to be. It, that, this is what's so funny about relationships and, you know, not settling and all that. Is like, when I was 15... I thought I was going to marry my high school boyfriend. And now it's like... As you do at 15. As you do, correct. Uh, everyone in high school relationships thinks we're the exception. <laughs> I know. It's, and you're not the exception. And you're not. Like, 99% of the time, you're not the exception. You know, no hate to my high school boyfriend. No idea what he's doing at all. But I'm but sure... But it's high school. But it's high school. Like, would I ever marry him? No. Who you are at... 15 versus 25 versus 35 versus 45. I'm not even the so same different. person at 22 as I was at, like, 20. No. You know? Last month. Yeah, even. really. Six months ago, I was a very different person than I am right now. And it's yeah. just, that is, that's your 20s. If you take anything away from all these podcasts, it's that your 20s are about freaking putting your ass on the line and having new experiences so you fighting can continue to... <laughs> the way you all right. said that. No! Not fighting for your country, I pray. Uh, well, actually, Don't if that's what you want to do, sorry. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's about just me being a, an idiot and learning yeah. and shamelessly making those mistakes that are going to teach you the lessons and give you the, I don't know, knowledge and strength that you need to have going into the rest of your life like that's what your 20s are for that's what your 20s relationships are for if when you... the title of the movie comes in <laughs> oh oh my god i didn't yeah. even realize i said that as i said it that's what you're t- wow that was a really special moment anyway um that's what your 20s relationships are for and your friendships and all that like some of them are gonna last a lifetime some of yeah. them aren't yeah. that's okay that's the whole point and I think that's what it comes back to with this whole podcast of not settling. Like, just because you've been with someone, all the power to Vanessa Hudgens and Austin Butler, even though I'm sad as fuck about them breaking up, because clearly (laughs) they didn't waste nine years together. Like, they spent nine years learning and growing and becoming who they were going to be. And if that means in the end they didn't end up together, why is that a bad thing? That's, I think, what I've been trying to articulate in all of this breakup stuff. If you didn't know, Austin Butler and Vanessa Hudgens dated for nine years and just broke up. Basically all of their 20s and broke up. Mm -hmm. And all these people being like, love isn't real. And I hate every time a celebrity couple breaks up or whoever breaks up, right? And people are like, love isn't real. Because I'm like, I, that's not the point. Like, that's. Why why does that discredit so the love that they share? They loved yeah, each like, other for nine years and they still love each other. Yeah, I don't understand that. And, and I used to be one of those people for sure, but it's also like love yeah. is real. Love comes in a lot of different forms. And some people are just meant to be in your life romantically for nothing more than just to learn a lesson. Yeah. Like, really. I mean, I, truly. I already have had, you know, experiences with people like that. But I always said, 
my freshman year of college when I got to college and I'll say it now I want to date someone for like three months like have them actually be my boyfriend mm-hmm. but for like three months yeah. just so I can <laughs> learn what that relationship feels like and what it looks like when I'm like you know what you're not worth putting two and a half years into. Like, I want to know what that feels like because those are, that's how you learn. I think that's the other thing too is like, had I not been in that shitty relationship for as long as I was, I wouldn't be, well, obviously butterfly effect, right? But like, I wouldn't be where I am now. Like, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't think of myself the way I do, which is truly very highly. And I don't mean that, I was joking before, but like, I don't mean that in a cocky way. Like, I think of myself very highly. And I think part of it is because of that shitty relationship and because I look at it and I'm like, whoa, Megan. Like, yeah, you have so many great qualities. You had so many great qualities in that relationship and you didn't see any of them. Like, what were you thinking? Get Mm -hmm. out of that. Yeah. I just think like, we've got off in a lot of different, um, directions with this but I think all very relevant and we're, all very we're speaking like, very passionately about it. <laughs> you can't see us but we're like waving our arms around yeah. and like really just having a, a moment here. I think those things where whether it lasts nine years or three months or whatever in between mm-hmm. you t- and friendships too but we're talking about relationships yeah you take something <laughs> away from everyone and you see like okay I liked this I didn't like this I liked this I didn't like this yes. and you can carry it into your new relationship yes. And you build your list in your yeah. mind. And you say, well, I'm you not going to do that shit again. And, like, I would really like if that you did this That, too. Shit. That, too. Honestly, like, some of the biggest lessons I've taken away from my previous relationships are, like, once I was out of the relationship, being able to look back on fights or situations and thinking, like, oh, I don't like how I handled that situation. I don't like how I reacted. And I wasn't able to see that clearly in the heat of the moment. Yes, Megan has her fucking hand raised. I wasn't able to see that clearly in the heat of, like, a relationship in the moment and whatever. But looking back on it rationally and in an unbiased way, I don't like how I handled that. And that's how you continue to progress as a person. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not – it's 100% about – whittling down like the characteristics that are really key important things to you and you really Mm -hmm. only learn that by dating and doing all those things but it's also about knowing like what how do you function best in a relationship like what characteristics in someone bring out the best characteristics in you and vice versa and when you need to like this is another one of our topics we'll get to eventually but when you're the asshole and when you Mm -hmm. need to recognize like oh I was the one that fucked that up and it's really hard to do that in the moment I think I completely agree with that, and you made a really good point where, like, and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this in our, like, breakup episode, too, so I don't want to go too far into it, but I, with the breakup episode. one of my pet peeves, I know, we keep putting it off, <laughs> we keep putting it off, um, one of our, oh, one of my pet peeves is when people, um, after a breakup, I, I do think it's really funny, <laughs> I, I think you have to do this for a little bit, where you're like, oh, yeah, him, like, he's dead, I don't know what happened, he died, like, you have to pretend they're dead, right, but when you pretend, like, a relationship didn't happen at all, and, like, you're, like, you black it out, and you're, like, they just fucked me up, and, like, whatever, like, pushing it aside, like, mm-hmm. like, when you pretend a relationship didn't happen just because it ended, you are robbing yourself of all of that learning experience, and then it truly is a waste of time, if you're just being, like, oh, fuck shit, it, bye, like, you have to look at that stuff and reflect on that stuff and be like, I want a tattoo of what you just said. <laughs> Literally tattoo that on my left like, hand or something. It wasn't I don't a waste even know. Of time because you're learning all of these things. And if you, <laughs> you can pretend like they're dead for the first like couple months. Okay. But like, if then that's you are coping. Yes, exactly. But like, you have you to reflect. have to, don't just go around being like, oh, they fucked me up, whatever. What? Why? Stop that shit. Why'd they fuck you? Come on. If I <laughs> I'm not going to compare myself to other people, but like, like I went through a two and a half year relationship where I was like constantly cheated on and 
I don't let it fuck me up because that's so harmful to you. Like, mm-hmm. don't do that to yourself. Yeah. That is, like you said, totally a reflection of the other person. So figure out what you like and don't like about this past thing that ended. Yeah. And carry it forward. Like, yeah. don't just let it wither. <laughs> and I feel like on that note, every relationship, like, you have something you can learn about yes. what you like in a partner and something you can learn about how you can be a better partner. Mm-hmm. Because even in the case of your relationship, it's, I, I like to say no one's innocent. Mm-hmm. In your case, it wasn't like that you were a terrible girlfriend. It was just like, you didn't have enough confidence in yourself yeah. to say like, I don't deserve this shit and I'm out. Right. You know, and that was lesson you had to learn from it. Right. And which, that's just like you know, the first the layer basis of this things, whole podcast. Right? Where right. it's like, okay, like not confident enough, not knowing your worth. Right. And then there's all these other things on top of a shitty relationship. So if you can like, yeah, but you, you have can, to like look at it and reflect. Exactly. Because you're it, right. And that's the hard shit of life. Like that, that's the it's shit painful. that you have to deal with. No, but it's Everyone super has to do it or what are you doing? I, yeah, I agree. Like the worst part for me about like a, the breakup I've I went through is or has been me having to like really look at myself and mm-hmm. my contributions to like why do I feel like this relationship dissolved mm-hmm. like I know in the end the what the reason was but how did we get there and how did I contribute to that right it's really easy of. to be like oh well we broke up because he did this or he did that or you know whatever and else yeah and I'm sure there's in every relationship, there are elements of, like, well, he did this. But there's also oh, things where it's, yeah, like, yes. <laughs> well, I did this. Like, yeah, and exactly. neither of those things helped us have a healthy relationship. And I don't know. I just think, oh, I feel so passionately about that. <laughs> like, yeah. if you're not, look, if you don't look at a relationship or a breakup as an opportunity to learn and continue to your, like, journey of growth as a person, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Honestly, Mm -hmm. because you're not going to marry the first person you date, probably. Yeah. And if you do, that's okay. But in another way, it's kind of like a damn shame. Like for if (laughs) (laughs) she said it's totally fine, but couldn't be me. (laughs) I mean, that is how I feel. Same for us. That is how I feel. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think people people look at that as like, you know, oh, oh, if I don't marry the first person I date, like I've failed. And it's like. No, not at all. That works for some people. And some people get lucky and they strike gold on the Mm -hmm. first one. That's what I'm going to attribute that to, actually. Not that it's a damn shame. It's like, you got fucking lucky. Yeah. Good for you. I'm happy for you. There is not a single thing wrong with that. Wasn't me. (laughs) Uh, Can say that right now on the record. It wasn't me. Uh, But I think it's kind of awesome because breakups suck, but they push you to like a new place mentally and emotionally that you take your goddamn birth control. I don't have it with me. I'll take it when I get home. Her alarm has gone off like My six birth control times. alarm goes off nine million times. Um, but anyways, yeah. And I think, you know, that's why if you're feeling iffy if iffy at all about your relationship, and this is a mistake I've made, is like staying too long. I did this two times. Yeah. Like Knowing, uh, I don't think this is the right relationship for me, but not having the courage to end it. Screw Which is that, hard. man. Which is so hard. It is really hard, and it was, like, circumstantial both times, but, like, it doesn't do any good for either party. Yeah, don't drag it out, Like, right? if you are if you know someone's just not the person you're meant to be with, just end it. Shut, shut, shut. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. My computer is at 1%. I'll just die. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god, we would have, I would have cried if your computer died. I, and I lost started that to cry just then. I was like, <gasps> she went and like grabbed her charger. Oh my god, wow, that was Ooh. that was stressful. Okay, was bring it help. back, bring it back. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? We're reaching in anyway. Should we should we circle to some final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, final thoughts. I don't even know what my final thoughts are for this because I feel like we just really encompass the we entire kind of topic bro- like bro- i feel like i really said ups. everything i i wanted to say broke ups, uh, broke ups. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of dove into a lot there but i think my final thoughts because the the um topic of the podcast you know is knowing your worth and like knowing that there's better out there mm-hmm. uh, final thoughts like knowing that there's better out there there's always better out there you deserve more and if the person that you're with isn't constantly giving you more and you're not giving that person more reevaluate some things yeah um you're just you know right like if you're really honest with yourself you know that's yeah like when you're not getting what you deserve and when you're not happy and what you need even if you can't admit it to us on this podcast like in our dms (laughs) if you can't admit it to your therapist if you can't admit it to your friends and family right you can admit it to yourself people know and if you're mm-hmm. listening to this right now and thinking about it, or if you are thinking of a friend, send this podcast to them because this was a good one, you guys. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, I totally agree with that. You know in your heart of hearts when you deserve more, and it's so hard to end things sometimes or not start things even, like not get into a relationship if you have a lot of emotions yeah. running around a person, but... I, I agree with what you're saying. And I, I kind of want to piggyback off of you Go if you're please. done. Because this is... I was literally going to say for mine, like... You... This sort of goes back to what I was saying on our last podcast, too. We don't trust our own judgment enough. Mm-hmm. So often. Um, but in, in reality, like, when something is not right, you know it. Like, you know it in your gut. You know it in your heart. And sometimes we choose to ignore that feeling because it seems easier to just go with it yeah but it's never easier in in the long run in the grand the grand scheme of things it's always better to like know and trust like for whatever reason even if it doesn't seem obvious like I'm not happy with this situation that I'm in or something about this person like it's just it's not right and if it's not right just do yourself a favor and end it and again like Megan said earlier if you've been thinking about someone the entire time (laughs) we've been talking about this chances are you should probably end it sorry that's just the truth but that's kind of how it happened for me like I had a thought one day of like oh I don't feel that way I heard a song this is literally what spurred the beginning of the end of my relationship I heard a song um and I just really listened to the lyrics and I was like what's oh I don't remember what song it was but it, it just created this exact moment of I don't feel that way about the person I'm in a relationship with anymore. Mm. Mm. And it was Damn, like... Damn, go listen to some Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it, it, it was weird. Like, it hit me like a train. And then after that, I, I just... it's It was like you said earlier, like a light bulb. Like, I never saw it the same way again. Yeah. And you're not always going to be in the honeymoon, like, oh my god, I love you, whatever phase. Right, but there's like, hard times. You know... You can fight and still, like, uh, really be in love with someone. And also, like, if you feel like you can't talk to the person about these things, and if you feel like you have talked to the person about these things that you're not happy with and they don't change, like, that's when, right? Of course, don't don't yeah. give up at the first sign of trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, like, 
throw you it. You guys know don't, what we're saying. Don't throw stop, a whole last relationship out the window over one day of doubt. But like, obviously I thought I, you know, it resonated with me and yes. it was like a very clear, like a moment of clarity that I was just like, can I, I know this is the truth. Um, sorry, I, that is probably weird at it, but I remember this <laughs> post from Humans of New York that was posted on January 13th um, that I read. And I don't necessarily agree with this whole post, but it is relevant to the topic. It's a picture of a woman, and she said, <laughs> I got into a bit of a situationship and now it's over. We weren't exactly together together, nothing official, but we were together every day for like three months, hanging out, talking every day after school. Things like that. But then he switched up on me. Switched up crazy. Didn't call me after 12 on New Year's Eve. Completely dubbed me, which is like ignoring in New York slang. (laughs) Then he's trying to have breakfast the next day, but I ignored him because he dubbed me on New Year's Eve. After that, he stopped texting completely. I spent five days in bed looking at old pictures, FaceTiming with friends, crying. Then yesterday I texted him and he responded with one word. He might as well have not responded. And I was like, fuck it. So I made myself a smoothie. I came outside to sit in the sun and it's all over for him now because I've got that New Year energy. I can feel it. It's on me. If he comes back now, it's a dub for him. And the part that I don't necessarily agree with is, like, it sounds like he just maybe fell asleep on New Year's Eve and then texted yeah, me the next day for breakfast. That's a little bit whack. Who knows? Like, this is probably a condensed version or whatever. But for her, it was super important that this guy texted her on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And it was just a situation ship. This is, like, the simpler preliminary yeah. things that we didn't really get into but we talked about. Mm-hmm. If that's something that's important to you and that doesn't happen, you know, maybe don't get into it. Yeah. One of those things. I remember you said something like, I don't even remember what episode this hookup, I think it was our hookup culture one. Uh You said something like, when people show you who they really are, like, listen. Yeah. Definitely in a situationship. That's a good word for that. Remember Remember how we couldn't think of a good like way to describe when you're you talk to someone situationship is kind of a good word for that anyways if you're in like a situationship (laughs) and someone shows you who they really are friggin listen before you commit to them officially you know um well anyways that was this was really therapeutic yeah a marathon (laughs) we just i don't know man this we've we've really gotten into it in these last two podcasts I'm glad about it. Me too. Um, go ahead and share this with a friend who you think needs to hear it. Yeah. Um, also, uh, if you guys have any topics you want us to discuss, this topic was actually inspired by a conversation that Megan had with one of her friends. Yes. So, um, please shoot us a DM because we would love to talk about the things you guys want to hear. We have a literal list of 60 topics mm-hmm. lined up that we can talk about, but... So it's probably on the list. So it, it, it might be hear. on the list, but if it's not, like, if that's what you guys want to hear, then we want to prioritize it. So let us know. And again, you can do that at our Instagram, that's what your 20s are for, or my personal Instagram, which is Melanie D'Andrea. Mine's Miagin. And then do we want to do some, like, little shouts out Yes, yes, yes. You want to go first? Um... I'll give a shout out to Tots slash Sarah, um, who helps me cup or well, she came up with this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to shout out, um, Claire, cause as this premieres, I'm in Seattle with her having a great time. Oh my God. Bye. Um, yeah. What do I want to shout out? Um, I want to shout out the fact that it's a three day weekend. Oof. Cause yes. baby, I needed that real bad. Um, I'm so tired. I can't wait to sleep. And then I'm going to shout out. What did I do? You know what? I'm going to shout out my roommate, Kristen. Yeah. Because uh, we just had like a lovely time watching this show we've been watching on Tuesday night. And it was just. What show? Shout them out. 
I'm embarrassed too. No, you're not. I am. Okay, you guys, we watched High School Musical the Musical the series <laughs> on Disney Plus, all 10 episodes. Don't judge me. Watch it. It's actually really cute and I was shook about it and I we honestly watched the first episode because we were like this is going to be trash. And then we were like, "Wait, we actually really like this show." And it was so cute and I'm in love with Joshua Bassett, which is so upsetting because he's literally 19 and I feel like a fucking cougar. <laughs> so, putting that on hold for the next 3 years until he's like a real adult. Um but anyways, yeah. We watched that show. It was the finale. It gave us everything we really needed out of a finale, which so rarely happens. This is true. So, um, yeah, shout out Kristen. And she listens to these, so I know she'll enjoy a a little shout out. We're going to try to start bringing some guests in, so. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, baby. 2020 is here. Have a great week. Goodbye. We love you. Bye. Hasta la vista.